Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Holy moly! Man, woman, and child in that put them in the aisles. Johnny the Jet Buggers, just for a moose on their shoe. Lazier breaks to the outside. He has a first down. Go on. Goodbye. Mike Rozier, touchdown. The hand it up to Thunder, who gives it back to Mike Stutz. He's going to throw it. He's got a man out there. Yeah! What's going on, Husker fans? Introducing for the first time the Husker Heisman Huddle with Heisman winners Eric Crouch and Johnny the Jet Rogers. How are we doing today, fellas? Hey, it's real, real good. Eh? Let's go get it. Glad to be back, man. Good to be talking football. I can't Spring wait. football's here. We're in it to win it this year. This is our big year. Trying it's to make a, a big year. A big year. Speaking of big years, uh, Bet Online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updates, odds for everything from live games to conference championships, right through to the Final Four and the championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, believe, to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Well, guys, spring football has officially started today. We got to got to hear from Matt Rule, and it's and it's great to it's a great time of year to be a Husker fan. Every year. You had the disappointment of the of the regular football season, and you spend winter convincing yourself that 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 the Kool Aid's going to taste better this year, and it tastes really good, and we're going to be great, and everybody seems to be drinking the Kool Aid right now. That's because we're undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> That's right. We haven't lost yet. We haven't lost yet. It's all like water popcorn, buddy. <laughs> No, I'm excited. I just, you know, I, I've just been thinking about football. Obviously, this time of year gets me thinking about it. But, like, uh, you know, a lot of things are changing uh, with the program. Um, you know, I think it starts right up with with just being a, dis- a disciplined coaching staff and a disciplined players and, and really just setting the tone early for how it's going to work out. Um, you know, I've been hearing a lot of things about uh, making sure these kids show up to all their classes and, and every, you know, all their commitments. And I just, you know, to me, it's 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 a lifestyle and, and that culture just can't be just football. It's gotta be what you, what you do every single day and how you approach life. And uh, I'm, I'm real happy to hear that those are some of the things that he's really focusing on as a head coach. And, and uh, he's got some young coaching, you know, coaches with him and his staff that he can kind of mold and, and they they've got high energy. And, you know, if they, they follow that, that regimen, I think they're going to be all right. I think they will be all right. Well, I looked at some of these uh, these photos. I didn't get a lot of information from these guys that, that we have some of how big they are in the size. And um, it looks like we have the potential to have some really some great players. It's just a matter in my mind, Eric, is attitude. And we have that tenacious attitude where we refuse to lose. We refuse to flunk out of school. We refuse to get in trouble. We refuse to not get us a conference championship and possibly get set up for a national championship. We just refuse anything else but winning. Yeah. 
Yeah. Winning is it, again. It's a lifestyle. It, it's a way. It's a mindset. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of living. It's a. It's a way of you know, you know accomplishing your tasks throughout the day and 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 being positive and every and, day. Yeah, every day, every day, all day. Like you every say, every day. day is game day, right? Not, not, not every, every other game day. day y'all. <laughs> not every other. Well, not every other day. <laughs> well, we'll hear. So this is unfortunately this whole process of bringing in a new coach has happened for Nebraska more times I think we would like in the last 10, 15 years. Right. Right. So we've, we've done it. And and I have to say after, you know, Scott Frost, I think a lot of people, including myself are just really locked in. And to me, it was a foregone conclusion that things were going to be turned around with the way that he had handled, you know, UCF and et cetera. So I've tried to I've really done my best to try to be objective and, and looking at, you know, and definitely waiting to see, you know, I want to see actual results um, before I just start, you know, getting all, you know, getting myself way too excited as I, I as I did before because it seems like things weren't really being managed well under in, you know in Scott's time here in the Frost era. Um, so when things kind of kicked off with with Rule, I was definitely concerned because it seemed like we were bleeding a lot of guys to the portal, lost players to the draft. It didn't really seem like we were adding people, and I think that as time went on, you you saw him. You know, kind of he had, to, he had to go from being in the NFL, being with the Panthers, to kind of get back into that college football groove. You know, it wasn't the same as a coach who was part of a recruiting cycle at another program and then is coming to Nebraska and just kind of picking up or, you know, adding to to a process of research he already done. I think that he did his due diligence, and, and the class ended up being pretty good. I mean, that, the 24th-ranked class um, in terms of, you know, recruits and, and 23rd-ranked transfer class. I think it's probably the best recruiting class that Rule himself has ever had. So he, you know, the work ended up getting put, you know, getting done. And and I thought that it was impressive the guys he added in the in the portal. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you, well, guys you always got to any... you got to go find athletes all the time, Sam. I mean, that's just part of this game. And and I mean, I I don't maybe I should put more stock in 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 recruits and and all that, but uh, you know, I haven't really followed it a ton. Uh, this year has made me follow it more than ever just because I'm like, man, like what kind of players does this coach want to get? And, you know, how is he going to be able to bring in a, a top top dog player, you know, a guy that's going to be able to contribute right away? And, um, you know, I, I kind of come from the, the program and of you know, bringing in the right player with the right mindset and, uh, and to see the right fit for the program. And, and what I mean by that is that bringing in a player to develop him. You know, you, you see a lot of potential in them, but don't go out and get guys that have already peaked or that aren't going to be willing to learn and, and get better because let's just face it, like, you know, junior, seniors in high school, like those guys aren't, those guys aren't ready to perform <clears throat> at the level, you know, uh, college football playoffs. Uh, they're just not. So um, you got to be able to develop. And I think that's, you know, what I'm really looking forward to is seeing if this coaching staff can really develop the players that we're getting here in Nebraska and make them better every year. That's what I'm looking for. Absolutely. Um, I think the, the best thing that, that I've kind of we've heard from Rule in these first couple spring conferences is he talked about the player's coachability and that it was kind of, you know, I've, I've been impressed with the things that, that I have been impressed with the things he said, um, the, the things about he talked about, you know, what, you know, we've talked about character and getting the right kids and stuff. But then a lot of the things um, I remember there was a there's a there, I think like last week there was a interview with him, Tom Osborne and, and uh, Trev Alberts 
And he said, like, it's, you know, I can say that all that stuff as much as I want, but if I, if my actions aren't showing that, then it doesn't really, you know, it's not going to mean very much. It's not going to mean very much to the players. Um, you know, even just with being hesitant when he first got here, I think he's going out and getting the right players when he didn't just jump in and, you know, sign up every four star that he could find that was still available, you know, <laughs> that hadn't committed to a school and try to recruit him. I mean, I think he spent time to do that. And he talked about the coachability of the players and exactly what he meant by that. That one thing that stood out to him so far is that he felt like the players were, were coachable. And he explained that he was like, you know, you got a new system coming in, you know, defensively. He said, let's say you have, you know, Luke Reimer's been an all, you know, all Big Ten linebacker. And he goes, you know, some kids kind of, you know, you come in, you try to teach them something new. And it's like, you know, it's hard to get them to, you know, it's hard to get them to go from, being a star at what they do know how to do and then try to teach them something new. And he goes, you're not getting that from, from many of these guys. So for, or from the vast majority of them, and he said, you know, the vast majority of the guys are, have been good in that way. And, and so, so that's positive. Um, I think, I mean, everything seems, seems to be going in the right direction. Um, and, to, and he's definitely saying it, saying the right things and doing the right things. It was good to hear that the, you know, some guys popping up that, that have been doing well. Like it was great to hear Thomas Fiedone be, you know, so it was a leader and in, in whatever he was a captain in whatever, uh, you know, game that they had going on that, that is like, you know, if you're on time to class, there's like teams and has to do about your accountability outside of the football field. You, you know, you like to hear that stuff. You like to hear that. You know, he was like, yeah, you know, we had guys that were starters, be captains. And then, you know, they weren't as accountable as other guys. So, you know, at the end of the day, you want to win. So you, you know, guys were getting promoted. Mm -hmm. I like to hear all those things. Like that's all, that's all great stuff. Um, but it's gonna, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of football work to be done. A lot of football, you know, stuff to see. What are you guys kind of looking for? I guess it, from this spring, what would you say you're looking for from spring football? You know, ultimately we're going to see, we're not, you know, we're going to see the spring game. That'll be the most football we kind of get to see. Um, you know, what are you guys, uh, although I know you guys just kind of said that you have an opportunity as former players to go to a, to a practice. What are you, what are you looking for out of this, you know, this? Well, what, what, what I heard him say that impressed me the most is that he emphasized uh, is what's up front that counts. He, he emphasized that we had to have productive offensive linemen that would help us move the ball. We have to have defensive linemen that we're going to keep them, you know, it's going to stand, stand their, their, their task right to the line. I, 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 and I, that is the truth. It doesn't make a difference how many offensive running backs you get and how fast they are if they really can't get started because you got to get started. We need to be able to take slow guys and, and make them good because uh, we got a good offensive line. He also mentioned, I, I spoke to him uh, when we first met about engaging with the former players and how important that is. And this week, he sent out an email inviting all the former players down uh, to meet and to get together so he could get to meet them so we could interact a little bit more with the uh, with the other uh, players. Uh, Scott never had us down at all to do nothing and all the time that he was down there. So I really appreciate him doing that. The one thing that I haven't really heard more much about uh, that, that, that I'm, I'm always stressed on is that I believe that football is offense, defense, and special teams, period. And I still don't see that much the emphasis putting on the special teams. And if we live out a third of the of the type of the game, we will not be able to pull it off in fourth quarter. Johnny, you got to get down there this week and show them how it's done on the special teams. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go catch some punts. 
that that attitude. Well, like I said, it doesn't make any difference whether you're the the punt returner or the the offensive lineman that that that's got to get a big block. It's a big deal. And when the offensive lineman and the line and the blockers are as excited about getting that block as you are about getting eluding a a, a a tackle, uh, then it's on because they want a block. And everybody, if they get that, like Richie Glover, I said, everybody get a block, one block. Everybody get a block. That was the name of the play. I stopped calling them left or right or middle because I didn't know where we were going to go. Everybody just get a block. And that's all they knew. That's all they cared about. And I, I have I have film where I count out. Sam, I swear to God, I have film where I count out every block. One, two, three, all the way down to 10 where everybody got a block. And that's it's- what the attention is. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. Like it's it's gone on too long, and, and it's not just a question of we learned last year that it's not just a question of having a guy who's fast back there. No, special teams is a detail oriented team. Everybody's got a one guy not doing it right is going to let it, you know the whole thing will completely fall apart. One so guy the details couldn't couldn't be more important. I mean, Trey Palmer was a, was an elite punt returner. You didn't see him returning very many punts last year. So it, it's, well, it's gotta you, be, there's got to be a better emphasis put on it. And it's one third of the game, period. You can't treat it like it's a special team, like just get to it when we can. Um, we don't have time to get to no. it, but we got we got too much more. We got to get more in our offense or, or we got to have the special defense going on. We got to put just as much time in as getting those guys coordinated of how to get that block and where they're supposed to be than we do anything else, everything else in the game. A hundred percent. And special Absolutely. teams has always been like a, a big play opportunity. You know, it's like, hey, let's score a touchdown right here. You know, I mean, the offensive minds like, our, uh, like, our like yours and mine, Johnny. You know, like, in the position where we can. Yeah. We don't have yeah, to get it all at once. But if we can get it up 20, 30 yards, hell, that's a hell right. of a lot closer than 30 yards away. Oh, it's a team. It makes a big difference. Position. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be yeah. starting at the 50 than at the five. You know, like those that that's a big difference in a in a football game. Big difference. Yeah. You know how many times when you bring it damn near all the way back, you end up getting in. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, good, man. Yeah. If you cross Listen, somebody, midfield, you cross midfield, we're getting it in. I mean, yeah, if you if somebody catches a 30 yard pass or breaks out a 30 yard run, the crowds are like, you know, everybody's going nuts. Everybody's excited about that. It's not any different than I got a fair catch or I'm returning it 20 yards, 25 yards. That's the so same. what was your average, Johnny? Would your average like 20? Like, <laughs> do you remember what your return average was on like punts? Because, like, you know, just to put in perspective for people, like, you know, uh, if you get a ball kicked to you on the goal line and you're, you know, 30 yard average, you know, that's going to put you 30. If you if you're receiving at the 20 or 25 and you have a 30 yard average, you're across the middle. of You're crossing midfield. <laughs> yeah, that's you right, know? Eric. I did know, Eric. But I can't quite remember. And I hate to it had say to be it, over 20, though. I don't know what it was, but we we have we didn't score every time by any means. Oh, no. I, but, no. but we well, we got yards every time and we got closer all the time. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. a lot better yeah. than fair catching. And taking them on the twenty. Oh sure. Uh, yep. You know, I mean, we, we're whenever we can start at midfield, we good. Yeah, but that's a confidence too. Like you just know, like, hey man, I'm getting this ball and I'm going to get yards no matter what. Versus like, man, I'm just not feeling good. I yeah. just want to save it, you know. But see, Eric, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That has to be the attitude of every single player there. In, every single the player part- that's on the field. And the every returner's confidence. Mm-hmm. Like if he doesn't think you guys, the guys in front of him are blocking. He's not going to take a chance, you know, and get absolutely laid out. 
You know, whereas well, you, if, you, know, you have confidence have a, in your guys. Like I used you know, to have a man try right to make a man in, miss. I have a man right in front of me. His job was to get that first man. And he get that first man, it's on. It's on. Yeah. Somebody's gonna get down there and get away. I might have to yeah. shake one myself, but if you get the other one, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Makes it sound so easy, doesn't he? Yeah, Johnny, just get down there and show them how to do it. I my guys were tenacious <laughs> about making sure they got blocks. They got, and I was tenacious about making sure I caught the ball. And but but they knew they had to be able to enable me to catch the ball. If you don't get the first man, I can't catch the ball. Right. I mean, if you dig a little bit deeper into this, you know how hard it is to block a guy running full speed down the field, right? I mean, it's like. You you see it on kickoffs. Guys are running full speed. It's like a it's a technique. It's something you have to practice a lot. You just can't, you know, call a play and go out there, you know, spend 30 minutes a week on special teams and expect no. it to be go well <laughs> no. in a game. No. No. And then, it's a, then it's you'd a, be it's a huge part of the game. You know, you'd be asking the players, well, what do you think they're gonna do? We're gonna fair catch fair. Hell, we ain't never fair catch it. I mean, <laughs> you can't if, if you got that first man, you don't have to fair catch. See that that's the thing. If you get the first man down, you can you can able to catch the ball. You do not have to fair catch. It's only it's only when you already cover, you're not blocking. Nobody's getting their man, and they, they're not holding them up on the line that you have to fair catch. We have to practice giving you that time. And that extra second or two really makes a difference. And that just, makes getting, all and the just getting a guy blocked for a second. Just getting getting on him and changing his route. You know, Make just giving that, that effort to change his route. If you hit that ass, he's going. You change. Yeah, I mean, you got to be tearing in that ass. Yeah, you can't you just be get, jogging back, lollygagging, and you and you got to know what what know what you're trying to get done. You got yeah. to beat that sucker into the ground every single time. Every time he see you coming, he got to be nervous, and that's the way all the players were, and and, and they were and they knew that when we on Sundays, we want to watch film and see who got the blocks. <laughs> Nobody yeah, want right, to be sitting right. there doing film. And they didn't get that goddamn block. I mean, really, nobody. Mm-hmm. Well, and well, you know how the... you know how you know how loud we get in there. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh! People getting blocked all the way down. Hell, that gets that gets to be contagious. Well, you know, account- accountability was kind of the message of, of rules press conference uh, um, on Monday, and and it's and so far, like he's saying the right things, and and the actions, like like he said this thing, like if I say the right things, and I don't my actions don't represent that. It's not going to mean very much. And so far, you know, so far his actions had, you know, have been like that. In, in fact, players not being accountable, pretty big deal that Anthony Grant suspended uh, and Tommy Hill announced today that they're not going to be practicing with the team um, until just he used to get his academics in order. You know, it wasn't representing this, you know, wasn't up, up to the standards that they're having. And, and so that's that's kind of what you're hearing, and you're you, you know there's little leaks here and there about some of the toxic stuff that was going on, you know well, before, you know rule came and and that, that Fidon said that there was you know people I couldn't believe couldn't believe that when I heard that that people were encouraging <laughs> that the doctors had not re- you know cleared him to play and that he was getting encouraged to to play hurt and that's you never want to hear that, but um it sounds it, it sounds like they're they're turning things around and you know he's bringing in the right kind of guys that. The guys that he says he can develop, you know, brought in a, you know, guys. I mean, you know, you don't typically see this, but Bryce, you know, Bryce Turner's like a track star, um, the kind of players of rule thinks he can develop, bringing in speed. And then he also has got a good mix of guys like, you know, kind of pointing at the toxic culture too. The amount of guys that, you know, Malachi Coleman 
just not flat out wasn't coming to Nebraska. And, you know, Rule's been able to, re, you know, retain some of those guys and then bring in some athletic guys in the transfer portal. Um, uh, Jacob Hood, Eric Gilbert, MJ Sherman um, from Georgia. <laughs> so you get some help on, you know, the offensive line, some help with the tight end position after losing, um, you know, a lot of they, they've lost a, a, good, a good amount of talent. You've lost, uh, you know, Garrett Nelson, Oshuan Mathis, um, Caleb Tanner, the, the defensive side of the ball. We've lost, uh, you know, offensive line just needs help in general. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know that a loss on the offensive line is really a loss <laughs> given how bad that unit was last year. But it was interesting that Donovan Rayola was kind of the main holdover um, from the last staff. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Yeah, what do you I think? think he was did. good, though. I mean, shoot, this is his first year, you know, so it's just, he's in his second year, but he's got experience and uh, he's smart. And I think he can relate to the players. And I think he would he wouldn't have kept him if he didn't think he was he was the right fit. So, um, you know, he, he he's a guy that's going to work hard. He's going to grind. And I, and I know he's got a lot of upside and he knows where he can take this. I mean, I'd love to be a, a line coach where, you know, the, the line's struggling or at the bottom because all you really can do is build them back up you know you, you can get better that way you know so yeah i mean being a young coach and having that opportunity well, is a great opportunity for him i think he's gonna do awesome well that's where the emphasis is and that's where he wants the coach the head coach wants it to be and mm-hmm. that's where it is i mean whether we want it or not it doesn't make a difference how fast or or quick or strong or the other players are if we don't have a line yeah, that's right Period. i mean in the line it was only going nowhere yeah, it was only interesting just given how much that unit struggled. But I think to Eric's point, that's a good point. It was his, it was year one, and I wonder, you know, and I wonder if you guys thought this at all. I wonder how much, you know, how much a recruit who's the number one recruit in his class uh, going into next year plays uh plays a quarterback position had to do with it. Uh, talking about talking about ooh, Dylan Royola. Dylan no, I don't know. Is, uh, I don't Donovan's know that you nephew. keep a guy around with the hopes that you can get a player. You know, I think there's a lot more to it than that. Um, although I, I guess think I that's could right. be wrong. I just don't think that's the case. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think Donovan is uh, is is a, is a right fit. You know, he's got a lot of you know history, and you know he played at Wisconsin, and they held they 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 do it just like Nebraska did it. You know, so he's got this uh, aggressive mindset when it comes to a, an offensive lineman. Um, you know, uh, you know, I took snaps from from him and his brother, so I know those guys pretty well, and uh, I, su- I I support Donovan a lot in this role. I think he's he's just going to do he's going to do wonderful, and I'm I'm just happy to to watch him kind of blossom as a young coach and see what kind mm-hmm. of effects he can have on that that staff that's there. Yeah, and and, and his everybody... players, of course, his players. I mean, you want him to. You know, the, the one thing that I talked about was in player improvement. So, you know, you bring a guy in, you know, you bring a four or five star guy in or at the O-line position, and th- that makes it even harder to get guys to improve at that at that level. But you have to. I mean, that's the only right. only way around is you got to get guys that uh, like like Johnny said, man, if, the, if these guys aren't if these guys aren't together and they're not at least two or three deep, I mean, you got to build it. But. We can't just have five guys that we think are going to do it. I mean, we had we had our second and third team guys that could go in there, and we didn't miss a beat. That's I mean, right. that's these guys that's are all ready right. to go, all ready to go. It doesn't you can't treat a guy? Oh, hey, you know, this, these are my starters, but no, you got to treat them all 
the same because you need them all. Um, yeah. Particularly you know, there's going to be guys positions. that win. There's going to be guys that win, but uh, you're going to want as an, I mean, as an offensive line coach, you're going to want a minimum of two deep that you feel real comfortable with because you're going to want to rotate and be healthy. That's the only way, especially in the Big Ten. Too deep yeah, is I good. Too deep is good. You got to be really solid. Like I said, Monty Johnson and John Dutton, uh, they both were all pros in the NFL for I don't know how many years they were. They were second team on our team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were second team. It was amazing. <laughs> they didn't get in hard, but when they came in, we didn't we didn't miss a beat. You know, and they went on. They but that, those are the type of people you have. You got to have, yeah. and it's the attitude. And, well, and, yeah, and no, you don't know that you can be replaced at any time. I mean, you, we, they, they can't wait to get in. Can't wait to get in. Well, yeah, and I and 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 though, though I say that about you know Donovan, I kind of pose that question because I know a lot of people are thinking it. Um, you know, rules comment about about retaining Donovan was was kind of exactly what Eric said that he goes that of the coaches that you know that he you know he wanted to talk to the players um, of all the coaches. He said that every offensive lineman said you know Donovan Rayola was the re, you know reason they wanted to stay here. They, they, you know, he would, they take a bullet for Donovan. Like they, they loved him. And, and everybody at Notre Dame and at the Chicago bears that have ever worked with him say he's great. So it's just uh you know, it's an interesting, it is an, you know, some degree it's an interesting coincidence, but the, the guy that has, um, un- uh, you know, comes unbelievably well recommended. And it, it last year was his first year. And it's so obviously a very bizarre year, right? Like, you know, you, you come in, not only does Frost end up leaving, a, you know, a few games into the season, but you had pretty much, you know, including the offensive line position, the whole offensive staff is new and trying to gel together. And that kind of gets flipped on its head when, you know, Scott Frost, his offensive minded coach leaves um, a few games in. So the best, you know, we all are hoping for the best out of that situation, but definitely something to watch because of all the position groups that we have, there was no question that that one has to improve the most. Uh, you know, <laughs> the defensive line too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, defensive line. I think had had a better chance. I mean, defensive line at least you know held Iowa in those games or whatever. It, in the it, like in that game we won against Iowa. I remember Casey Thompson saying like it was just like we need to keep throwing the ball if we're going to move it. Like at some point we were kind of just waiting for the game to be over because you just know that we can't run it at all. And like even though you know so. Oh, that's got to improve, you know, tremendously um, in order in order for us to be successful. And 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 to your and point, it could Johnny, be schemes the, too, Sam. I mean, the schemes on that it may, it may not just be. That's true. You know, that's from the outside true. looking in, you know what we we weren't really. I didn't see too many different run approaches. You know, no, um, that's right. So too it probably gets pretty schemes. easy to tee off on a team that only has you know a few run concepts, right? And um, I, I don't know. I'm thinking that you got to be a little bit more dynamic and you got to have a few different looks and a few different ways of attacking certain defenses. And then you got to be smart at the line and, and getting in and out of the right plays. You know, they give the, the QB any, uh, you know, leniency to call that play at the line or, you know, how they look to the side and make changes quick. But like, <laughs> you, you know, definitely, they, <laughs> I didn't realize it was our team. And, you know, we were one of the first teams to use audibles. I had no idea about that then. It just came natural. He just said, "Hell, we all the morning. We got to the line, and they we we called. We could call the plays at the line and go down. We didn't need to huddle. That's what they're doing right. now. Yeah. We were doing that then. Yeah. Well, to to your point, Eric. Too, uh, rule made a good point about this. 
early on about being hired that like, first off, he was saying, I think that we have a good offensive line room. that Those guys can block. I know that did, that things didn't work out the way that we, you know, that didn't look great or the way that we would want it to look going forward, but, but the kids themselves are good. And he goes, I, he, he was saying at temple that he made his offensive coordinator, uh, coach offensive line. He goes, because he thought that a lot of things, you know, he didn't want to go too much into it, but effectively he was trying to say that he thought that the way that plays were called last year kind of left the offensive line out to dry. Because if you're going to call pass plays over and over and over again, and then, and then try to just mix in a run, he goes, you block those things completely differently. And it was impossible for the line to get into a rhythm. Um, and it just seems like the, that, you know, obviously with Mark Whipple as the offensive coordinator, that there was a stress on throwing the ball. So that I think the scheme definitely had a lot to do with, with the struggles they had. And it, it's great to hear that we're, we're going to be doing different. Cause I think rule said, uh, said during the press conference that he, you know, the, the, the goal is that we need to be able to run the ball 75 yards in the fourth quarter. So that's, you know, that's what, I mean, that's what you want to hear. And, and so that I hope all those things, um, end up coming to pass. But as, as Johnny mentioned, there's also the de- defensive line. What do we think about Tony white uh, from Syracuse? And everybody's going to be talking about this, that, you know, you're playing in the big 10 and they're, they're bringing in a three, three, five defense um, to, to, to uh, and, and, and what that fits going to look like in stopping the run, because just, you know, right off the bat, you know, seems a little bit like, it might be difficult, you know, I don't know how well that's, I think people have questioned how well that scheme will fit in this conference. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Mm. I don't know. I I just, I I think we have to do, we have to be disguising our looks Um, that we we can't be predictable and we got to be in and out. We got to use a little bit of everything. Um, And that, that means we got to use different players for, for a different time. We can't get locked in to the players at one position being able to do one thing. Uh, it's just everything changes. Everything changes. You know, we can't get locked in and we're just good at one way of playing. And if we don't, if we don't catch the net, then you got us. <laughs> right. You know, we, and we got to have players that, that can make those adjustments too. And, and again, they all can play. You know how sometimes you say players are, are uncomfortable when they have to play another position. We all have to play different positions at different times. I mean, I played four or five of them in <laughs> different positions. I mean, they can play one or two of them at different times until we can up our looks. So we got to be creative. And we might have to come up with things that ain't nobody done yet to start. So you want to see creative? I mean, t- there's no nobody. question that Tony's White's defense is super creative. Not There's not very many teams that run a 3-3-5. So it's super creative. Um, my kind of thought, my, my thought about it. Is is that you know you call something a three three five, but I just want to make sure that you know you, you, I think the key to having that system succeed in the Big Ten because listen this is the direction we're going with it right so if it's going to succeed isn't shouldn't really be the question it's like how we're going to succeed and the way that it, I think it'll succeed is you have to you know it, you can call it a three three five but if you you know if you're putting a you know a linebacker who can stop the run you know, down and sometimes rushing him and sometimes dropping him back into coverage or however, I think John, kind of that point, Johnny, being creative with it. And I think Tony white is a creative, uh, offense d- defensive coordinator. So I hope he's not, you know, stuck in what, what, you know, whatever he, he used to run or whatever he used to think. I, I hope what he does is he brings, you know, his defensive system or in his defensive mind to attack what, you know, what we're, what kind of fronts they're, they're looking at 
from Big Ten offenses and and that maybe even game to game. So that, we can start that's the key to succeed. We can sit up there with a three three five and make it look like a five five three. Five, exactly. Three, that's yeah. exactly what I mean. Like, yeah. If you make it look like a, you could call yeah. a three three five, but you have guys that like. You know, and 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 Nebraska's done that in the past. You know, like guys like JoJo Doman and stuff that 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 can play the linebacker position, that can play the safety position, and 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 if you're moving those guys around, you can run whatever kind of defense you want. But well, I be, think it comes down know, to football IQ too. I mean, that's you know, um, it's all knowing your assignment and talking and communicating. So I, I appreciate and making adjustments. Yeah, and making adjustments. I I, yeah. I don't really care what the number is. We can run right. whatever you want, but whatever you I, want. I appreciate five, that he's two, doing five. something he believes in, right? Yeah. He believes in it. And he, and I just, if he's got the right players, and they understand how they're trying to uh, defend well, and where the their help is. believe at. in them. If the players believe in them, it's like when Tom Osborne called a play for me, I, I knew it was going to work. Yeah. I just had to do my part. But I knew it was going to work. And it did. And yeah, once they start trusting time. him, once they yeah. see some of the, it's got to it's gotta work, though. Um, I think it's got to work early. Unfortunately, because you know oh, you yeah. want that buy-in, you know, because yeah. like, yeah, you want that defensive buy-in. You don't want them to be going like, man, what, you know, and uh, it, and I think and going will, like, what are we know? doing? Yeah, well, yeah. When I you mean, when your players convince you that they have the attitude that they are the best players, yeah. period. If you can beat them, you can beat everybody. Right. And that's well, the way you have to look at. It. If you can beat our players, because our players are some of the best players around. It's like when I was playing, then we can beat anybody. And you don't yeah, worry I mean, about what the other people got. I didn't worry about who they were. Whoever showed up just got it. Listen, obviously Syracuse gets it. Obviously, Syracuse is in a different conference, but no question they were successful. You know, yeah, do you think so, Syracuse could recruit better than Nebraska? I mean, would no, you? No, I, I mean, think we. I, I think we I think Nebraska's recruit. got the better, like the upper hand. We got on better players. Facility, well, we the coaching staff to. right now, like where we're going. I just think that. They're going to get some guys here. Um, yeah. It's going to, you know, I don't want to start getting into how long it's going to take it to happen because I think it's going to happen personally faster than. Uh, I hope you know, it's I'm, happened I'm already. I'm holding a high standard right now. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not saying I, I'm just going to go, oh, man, I've lost all hope. And I am I, I think it's got to turn around this year. I think it's oh, got yeah. to. I mean, it's, that's not, he was brought here for a reason. Yeah. I can't give him, I'm not trying to give him no three years. No, we no, are definitely we tired of watching this. Yeah, I mean that. I I think that he should know the. I mean, he knows the there. pressure's on him too, but I think he loves. I, I think that's what he. I think he likes that pressure. I'm talking about Coach Rule. I think he yeah, likes yeah. that pressure. I mean, yeah. I think. I think. Listen, it's unfortunate the way that like that Mickey's time here kind of ended, but like, there's no question that what was shown during the the, the games that he coached that. There are players here. There's talent. Rule talks about that all the time. They were in the games. Every game that he coached, they were in. And, you know, they won games. They won. I mean, they beat Iowa for the first time in, in, in you know, in, in more, more than half a decade. So, it, it, <laughs> the guys are here. I mean, some of those guys have left, but like, they're obviously, if you coach them right, they're, you know, it's not a question of like, oh, well, we have nothing to, you know, the cupboard's bare and we have no ability to, co you know, there's no ability to coach this team. You know, obviously things weren't, you know, going right. And, and, and Mickey showed that even mid season that you could kind of turn the boat around. And so rules got this opportunity. He seems really excited to, 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 to continue, but that's what you need to see. I think to continue that momentum, because there was momentum, 
you know, and beating Iowa, something that we hadn't done. You know, that momentum has to continue. It can't be, well, now we have a new defensive system and new coach. And I mean, those those players definitely learned a new defensive system middle of the season last year. And so we're able to figure it out and turn it around and, and beat a team that was trying to win to go to the Big Ten championship. So there, there there's really no reason that, you know, whatever we decide to, you know, however we decide to approach defense, offense, offensive line, and special teams, everything they do this year, it should be to try to win. I com- I completely agree. Oh, so should, yeah. continue oh, yeah. the momentum that has already been started that, that already that, you know, it, I felt like that happened last year that they won that game. And then you announced the rule hiring the next day. And it kind of was just like, Oh, well, we forgot about that. <laughs> like everybody's focused on the new news, but it was just like, no, like this team turned last season around and accomplished something that they hadn't accomplished in many, many years. And it needs to continue. We want to, we want, there's a new coach here. Sure. We want to see it continuing to move in that direction. So that's, well, what, that's what we want to be looking to see. Well, we, we were hopeful about that. And we knew that Mickey, we thought he was going to be maybe the assistant head coach. And so what he was establishing, he was going to be able to support. Uh, so we, we had a little bit more stability then than we have than we have now. But this still allows Rule to come up with more creativity. You know, I mean we 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 I I, I when the last time you seen a sweep where the guards pull out and run. Do they still I'm do not that? Sure. <laughs> I didn't see that last Don't year. Oh no. That's correct. No. <laughs> that no. is correct that we didn't see that last year. Um but yeah, it's interesting to see what Marcus Satisfield's gonna do too with the offense. I mean, everybody, like it's it's all gonna be uh you know, it's going to be interesting to see. We, and and like we already pointed out, you know, Donovan's the only holdover. So, and he was only here for one year last year. So this is really a new crew. Like the whole, the whole thing is new. Um, you know, I think that this is going to be interesting to watch. I think, I mean, as you know, you don't want to put too much on, onto a, a player for 2024, but it, I do think it is worth mentioning that Dylan Royola does seem to, you know, there's a lot of crystal balls going to Nebraska and it, and it could impact that, that class going forward rule, continuing the momentum kind of bring this all together is going to be crucial to being able to land him as a recruit. Um, I think that Dylan Raiola wants to come play for this school. I mean, you wouldn't be the, you know, the schools are USC, Nebraska, and Georgia. It's like a, you know, school of Lincoln Riley is like the last, you know, two or three <laughs> Heisman winners are, you know, been coached by this guy. If the school has won back-to-back national championships and a school hasn't been to a bowl game, you know, in, in, in however many years. So clearly the kid, you know, the kid wants to play here. It's been an important part of his family. I mean, the, he's a guy that probably grew up, grew up watching Nebraska football. So I think if rule, if we're able to show the programs going in the right direction, it could be a huge momentum swing. Cause not only do you, do you add a player with that kind of, talent but you know everybody's you know the other recruits in this 2024 class are taking note because if you have a player like that come to nebraska then you know we get other players of, of a similar caliber and uh, i kind of I expect th- dylan to uh didn't mean to interrupt you there sam i no. just on this dylan topic i just think that probably going to be something that happens late i'm wondering if he's gonna what, what he might do is say okay okay let's sit back and look and see how usc does Georgia, Nebraska, and kind of and kind of play it, you know, at the end of the year, like ride it out as long as it can, just to get the most. Like, okay, where is this at? What did Rule actually do in his first year? You know, yeah, 
Well, who's quarterback in there? Uh, how much time do they got left? Did they just blow up? I mean, do, would I have a chance? Like, you know, recruits look at all that, um, you know, what their opportunities are to play and who's in front of them too. So I think that's, I haven't studied, you know, what's going on with all the quarterbacks at all the schools there, but it's just one thing that goes to your mind when you're looking for a place to go. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's, Whoa. and that's what I'm kind of saying. That's what I'm kind of saying is like, if we have a year like we did last year, I think, you know, I think the chances of landing a player, you know, like our, a, you know, someone like Dylan Royola choosing Nebraska over a USC or a Georgia, pretty slim. Like you, you're going so to need to, to show oh, that yeah. the program is the rules turning this program around and that you're entering at a good time with a good coach and, and that you're going to have the opportunity to play. Like you're kind of pointing out there too. I think there's no question that, that he probably has the best opportunity to play here, but it's just a question of, you know, what's going on around him. I mean, I'll tell you this, we've talked a lot about the offensive line today. I think that if uh, Dylan Royola watches uh, the quarterback for Nebraska this year, get hit as many times as Casey Thompson got hit last year. I don't think he'll be no. that interested in. <laughs> hey, I'd be calling my uncle up saying, Hey man, uh, I'm not, I'm not coming. I'm not, to Nebraska. Yeah, let, you, let you get yeah. that line. Right, man. I'm not coming. Well, I'm what, sorry, what, uncle. Donovan. What's the possibility of uh, us winning our, our division? Um, is that even possible? I, I don't think it's out of the question. Should not, it never be out of the question. It should oh, never man. be out of the question. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we can win the division and look look towards the conference and be going that way, that, that direction, oh, yeah. you know. But but that's that's what they have to be thinking with that, that we have to do. We haven't succeeded unless we win the division. Yeah. We haven't succeeded we are, until until we we, we approach the, the conference. conference. Yeah, until yeah. we approach the conference, and, and we can we can do all that in the season. <laughs> we, we took one, one step season. forward, beating Iowa. The next step forward, right. I don't want to take a step back. First off, you can beat Iowa again next year. Right. Take a step forward. It's should, should take an that's what continuing the momentum means. The next step should be a bowl game winning the West. Because it's not gonna be the West for much longer either, here, fellas. Like it's yeah. gonna be USC and UCLA coming in here. And, yeah, we and don't it's not go gonna to be just game. beating Wisconsin and Iowa every year, <laughs> which we never yeah. do. But you know, that's what's gonna that's what's gonna take. The worst that we could settle on, the worst thing could happen is that we just get to a bowl game. And we got to do better in a bowl game. That means we only got six games. I mean, we haven't done it, so it would be a step in the right direction. Like, I think that would, if you get to a bowl game, I think that people look favorably on what rules done. You take in what we did last year, you move it one step <laughs> forward. <laughs> hey, let's just look at this right here. I just pulled this up. So last year, the West... Purdue won, won the West and they were six and three in the conference. Six yeah. and three, but eight, you know, eight and six overall. So I think you got to, you know, if you're going to be up there winning your, not conference, but winning your division, is what I meant to say. Yeah. Winning right. your division. Yeah. 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 I, you're you're going to, you're going to, you're going to have to be in that eight, that eight wins. Yeah. I All mean, right. Iowa won eight, Illinois won eight, Minnesota won nine. I mean, those were the top four teams right there in the West for the Big Ten. Um, so, that, well, that's there you on have the, it. And I think that's on the table for Nebraska. They just gotta, you know, address a lot of the things that that we discuss and continue the momentum yeah. that they that they've started. If they um, can do that. That that's winning. That's going in the right direction. Well, we Wait. don't play Ohio State and Penn State, you know, uh, next big. year. Uh, got Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan. Uh, so you know, yeah, you get but in Wisconsin, it's gonna have Luke Fickle 
So that's going to be a that mm-hmm. kind of a really a different regime for them for the first time since, you know, kind of since Nebraska joined the Big Ten. I know they had Brett Bielema and then, you know, uh, Paul Christ, but really that's it's been a pretty stable program for a number of years. They kind of do the same thing. So you have a transition year for them. You should take advantage of it. I mean, obviously Nebraska's in a transition year as well, but you know, this isn't nothing new for us. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm with Johnny. You you have to win the Big Ten West because if you don't win the Big Ten West, then you don't have any opportunity to play that big team who's ranked in the in the in the in the East side for a conference title. And um, I think that's where we need to be uh, posed uh, here with Coach Rule staff. You know, in the next year or two, is to be able to have a chance to win the conference. That's, you know, what, that's, that's what winning looks like. That's what everybody yeah, win, wants. That's what winning do. is. Yeah. Winning the and conference. That's, I mean, and when you're talking about drawing in a player like Dylan Royola, like that's going to be the way that you do it. Like that's going to be the conversation is, okay, so Nebraska, look at where we got them. They're, they were in the conference game. We had to play Ohio State. And, you know, we're really a player of your talent away from being able to win that game. And you got to come, you know, you're going to be able to participate in that. It's not going to be, you know, we really want you to come here and hopefully get us to the, you know, Chick-fil-A bowl. Like that's not, that's not going to be what he's selling on this guy's, you know, the top recruit in the country. He's going to want to compete for, for championships. So showing him that, that that's going to be the kind of measuring stick we want to, you know, show, and, and just for ourselves, not all about Dylan Royola, but that's just it, all recruits and all players. That's what you got to show them. That's how you're going to get momentum going, you know, in college football. Um, so, agree. We'll, we'll see what they got to what the, what they're what they got to do. And you know, as we go through spring football here, we're going to kind of do a dive on not just a you know a deeper dive into into these different uh, coaches and you know and you know position coaches and you know just the you know how each room is in each position group. So I'm excited to do it, guys. I'm excited to see yeah, what, it, what it looks like. Out. This is yeah. yeah, it's fun to it's fun to see that you know this is, this is the time of the year. It's hard to lose in spring football. Well, I'm excited to go out there this weekend to see what's going on. Yeah. And I'm glad that he's been given this opportunity that that was ne- never offered really before in the last 10, 12, 12 years, really. Uh just to go down there and to interact with these players for them to, to see they got some support. And to, for some of the players that, you know, to be able to come to Omaha and know they got support, you know, and different things that they're doing. And I hope that they, they take that attitude that we talk about grades. When you have a guy that has a problem in grades, get him a tutor now. Everybody yeah. should have a tutor before they need a tutor. So we don't need a tutor. Then you can I back them be... off rather than having to add them on. Yeah. Anthony yeah. Grant's an obviously Great a talented point. player. I think the way that they handle that situation will say a lot about, you know, rule as a coach. Well, we'll see. We shall see. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this episode is brought to you by bet online. And I'm very excited to announce that we'll be uh, affiliated and hosted by sports illustrated this year. So take a look for it, you know, look out for us on, on, on huskermax.com and, and sports illustrated. And uh, as always go big red. And we're a good bet. <laughs> later guys (laughs) until next time right every day's game day I was raised in Nebraska but one time I journeyed south 
And the things those Okies said down there Made me wipe out a couple of miles They like their Sooner football And they don't like the Huskers none But I surprised them all when I sang this song I made them take off and run You can boast about your victory Tell me all about your team But when we meet on the football field Your bridges won't be clean You can brag about the Sooners And sing your old fight song But don't come across our borderline Cause you knuckleheads don't belong Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.